Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And my name is Christian Cabrera. And today we are having a special bonus interview episode uh, with our friend Mia Del Giudice. Hi, Mia. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome. The special, the, 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 name, the term special. Makes me feel like I'm going to be doing something great. Very. (laughs) I'm like, you better deliver. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So happy to be here. Yeah. And we're happy to have you. We've tried to get this episode going a couple of times. And I think we promised it a couple episodes back. So now it's finally happening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in love. But yeah, we just wanted to talk to you guys. We did, you know, we know you did a, a persuasion short film this yes. year. And so we kind of wanted to get you on the pod to talk about that and maybe talk about your history with David Lynch and Austin and just kind of get to talking and see what happens. Ooh, spooky, yeah. spooky. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So considering it's spooky season officially, let's start with David Lynch. Do you have, oh. what's your, <laughs> what's your history? <laughs> with, get scared. <laughs> what's your history I... with his work? Do you know? Like, what's the deal? Mm, okay so I you're about to smack if you could smack me through the computer you absolutely would (laughs) so my history with David Lynch is I watched the first two episodes of Twin Peaks last year okay and then promptly promptly fell right off of it I don't remember what was the (laughs) other show that I started watching and that completely took hold of me I don't know if it was just because I started re-watching a bunch of different scary movies all over again I don't know if it was because Dune just came out I don't know what happened but either way yes but either way I was like I I can promptly fell off of it but he also I feel like didn't I watch I'm gonna be really embarrassed if this wasn't David Lynch but he did Blue Velvet right yeah yeah Okay, so I've seen Blue Velvet, and I've also okay. seen, um, oh, come on. Mulholland Drive. My favorite lesbians. Yes, I was going to say my favorite lesbians. I've seen Mulholland <laughs> Drive. And I actually, I remember watching those two movies. It was kind of like a fever dream, I feel like. I was braiding my hair. Mm. I was braiding my hair, and this is going to be great podcast material. I was braiding my hair. <laughs> whenever I braid my hair, I usually take that time because I'm usually sitting for like 12 or 13 hours right. in front of the TV. <laughs> right. I usually take the time to watch stuff that I'm like, oh, I haven't watched this before. Oh, everybody says it's a great movie or it's a cult classic. I need to watch it. And so I'll finally mm-hmm. sit down and watch That's it. That's a good idea. Yeah. And so I literally watched Blue Velvet first, and I was like, this is everything to me. Yes. I was <laughs> like, yes. you know what? I was literally like, you know... I would love to recreate this. I would not do mm-hmm. it justice, but I would love to recreate this. I was like, but not even to be in it. I was like, just to play. I was like, I would play the sofa. <laughs> if I could just be like a fly on the wall because it was so just what a, again, like what a fever dream type feel. Oh yeah. And then watching, and then I immediately, I was like, okay, well, obviously I need to watch Mulholland Drive. And Again, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Stellar. Because I love, yeah, I love, I just love being, I love having to think and not mm-hmm. just have something delivered and handed to me. I love something that's going to make me question it and right. concentrate and literally have to pay absolute rapt attention or else. <laughs> right. So, or else. And even then. <laughs> and even then, and even then be like, uh, and so I just love, I love things that are, what's the word? Just unconventionally good. Yeah. 
And yeah. I think that that is absolutely what I think when I think of David Lynch. I think of just unconventional oh, yeah. deliciousness. Oh, yeah. He's such a, a singular kind of director. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then what's really cool, though, is like once you start watching his works, you're like, oh, I can see A, what's influenced him and then B, what's been influenced by him. Because you're like, by him. right. You're like, I've seen this before and I didn't even yeah. know, especially with Blue Velvet. Yeah, I think yeah. those are Andrew perfect Beaks. companion pieces to watch together. If you want, like, a di- just di- to dip your toe into David Lynch, Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive is a perfect combo. Absolutely, <laughs> it was really like it was like the David Lynch like Lunchable, and I had like the nachos, <laughs> yes, but, like yes. the salsa, like the yes. Blue Velvet was the salsa, and then the Mulholland Drive was like the cheese, and I was just I was double dipping, I was going yes. in. <laughs> and then your two episodes of Twin Peaks were your two Oreos that you got. In the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drag me but every time because my brother my brother loves Twin Peaks he loves David Lynch and every time I tell him that I haven't finished Twin Peaks he's uh, just he disgusted. like dies inside he's literally just disgusted yes he's just like <laughs> yes. mm. he's like do better you can just do better <laughs> I'm like I know I feel like if I watched the second episode I'd be so intrigued that I'd have to watch more but I hard for me to have perspective <laughs> <laughs> My, I promise you I was. I was like, this is literally right up my alley. This is all I need in life. And then I feel like, I don't know. It had to have been October and it had to have been June. I blame, right. I blame, I blame uh, Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya. They really, they just, <laughs> they yoinked me right out of it. You know, in a way, dude, you know, is definitely connected to it's David Lynch. David so, Lynch, yes. Yeah. So, exactly. So I was still close. in the spirit. You were still in the yeah. spirit. Yes. The but. sands were, were drifting across my back. The David Lynch sands. <laughs> Not the sand. <laughs> well, we'll also, be there if you want to come back to it. <laughs> exactly. I'm also wondering, like, because me and you are such A24 freaks. I'm wondering if, like, what A24 film or something came out because it's always coming out. And I feel like my attention's always being, like, dragged over to, like, let me abandon everything I'm doing for A24. <laughs> Absolutely. I was, as soon as I was thinking about that, in my head, I was like, October, was there an H24 movie that also came out sure. then that I went <laughs> I to like, go see that I was completely literally. just wrapped up in? And then I was trying to think, I was like, when did Green Knight come out? Because that had, I was hyper fixated on right. Green the Green Knight for a minute. So I was like, there had to have been an H24 explanation because it is, sure. I am a literally a proud supporter. I truly believe in H24 supremacy at this point. It's really, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. It's, it's getting, it's getting rough. Well, the good thing about Twin Peaks is that you can always come back and like get right into it. It never to me felt like because we would take breaks every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It never felt like I was like so disconnected from it. I was like, oh, I'm just starting off right where I left off. Like you, it's so singular that like, you like remember it, everything about it. So once you get into it, you're gonna be like, I can't stop talking about the show. <laughs> and I'll be excited to hear what you say. Yeah, Another cool. chance for me to not shut up. but for great reason (laughs) well you're welcome to come back on the podcast absolutely talk as much as you want (laughs) i love it you guys are just like and now here's 50 minutes of mia (laughs) rambling (laughs) we do it at 3 a.m for when we can't shut up (laughs) right exactly exactly it's just me at 3 a.m moving on to the other half of our podcast what's your background with austin like, when did you oh first kind of get into Austin? A lot of people, the high school is kind of like the entry point, but a lot of people have different entry points. So I'm interested to see where you got started. So mine was 
my mom shout outs to yes. Sharima the, the best queen. the best the yes the absolute queen so my mom was a huge Austin fan she had all of the books and some of them I feel like are I would I want to say well let me let me not say that maybe she doesn't want people to know that. you're like she let has handwritten copies but no she she had a ton of uh, Jane Austen books and she kept them on the, I don't know if you remember the bookshelf that mm-hmm. turned into the DVD <laughs> show, yes. but in the living room, we had a huge bookshelf and she had all of her Jane Austen books there. And I remember being a snobby little <laughs> 12 or 13 year old and being like, this is, why, what are you reading? This is dumb. What are you reading? Why are you always watching these movies? <laughs> and she was like, you don't understand. These are incredible. She was like, this is the basis of romance as we know it. You need to you need to read mm-hmm. these and you Absolutely. need to watch these movies if you wanna if you want to build yourself a foundation. She was really trying to set me up for greatness. And I was not Literally. having it. I was not <laughs> having it. I was like, I remember opening Pride and Prejudice as like a to be fair, again, as like a 13 or 14 year old and being like, I don't understand not one of these words. Uh, <laughs> You're like, thou art, please. That, I was like, excuse me. I was like, uh, what? So I was again very like hesitant, very just like, oh, this is something that my mom is interested in, can't do it. Right, right. And then I I think flash forward, I want to say I was 15. I had to definitely have been like in high school, but I came home one weekend and my mom was watching the miniseries, the Pride and Prejudice miniseries mm-hmm. with called mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I remember, I remember being like, what is this? And she's like, oh, it's a Pride and Prejudice, but it's like a miniseries. And I was like, mm. and then, you know, okay. when you go into the kitchen and you can hear it playing. Yeah. And I was like listening to it. And I was like, well, let me just make my sandwich and sit out of here. Well, let me just, well, let I'll me just. And then literally the whole weekend, I ended up staying home and yes. watching that with my mom. And I was like, <laughs> it's like the fire Raptured. has been lit. Literally. Because, was born. <laughs> yes, because I was just like. I have always been a rom-com girl. I have yes, always been, yes. uh, ooh, are their lips about to touch? Are they <laughs> making eye contact right now? I have always <laughs> been that person. And I feel like that really, that opened up this whole, this just world of mm. stories that no matter how often you have, no matter how many times you've you've heard them, no matter how many different adaptations you've watched, no matter, I literally, it will never get old. Because I, I had watched, so literally to bring up persuasion, when I had watched the, the new, the new version with um, Mm -hmm. Dakota Johnson, when I watched the new version that come out by that time, I had done the short, I had watched the Sally Hawkins version over and over and over and over again. I had Mm -hmm. done the short, I had done like script study. We had been like talking about it for, for, for months at that point. And then I'd forgotten about it. But whenever I was sitting down to watch it, I was like, I already know everything that's going to happen. And it was so like, it's fine. Right. And yet, right. and yet, and yet. <laughs> You're like, wait. <laughs> Literally, I was sitting here watching it with, with Patrick, with my husband. And we had gotten, it was the point whenever she knows that Wentworth is about to, to, to be there, about to show mm-hmm. up after all these years. And I'm literally, I'm holding onto my pillow. I'm about to rip it apart. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? And Patrick's like, you, we know this, we know what's going to happen. Like, you know, what's about to go. And I was literally like, no, but do I know? Like, do I? Because it could change. I don't know. And so I think that anytime, I always say that a movie is, is I measure a movie by its like 
rewatchability, how many mm. times I can rewatch it and still feel like I'm watching it for the first time. And so I feel like in terms of Jane Austen and her stories, that's what it's just, you know, it's good because you can listen to it over and over and over again and be like, ah, this is yeah. Nice. Yeah. I feel the same way, especially <laughs> like, you know, we just finished Sense and Sensibility and I feel like we could, I could go back and reread the entire book because it has like that foundation quality of where it's like, oh, this is like set up the premise or like the, like the quote unquote, like foundation for so many stories. And it just feels like I'm coming back home. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Like you said, with the persuasion, like I know he's coming, but the minute he's up the room, I was like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wentworth, uh, excuse no. me. What is this man doing here? That's why there can never be too many adaptations because I mean, you you gotta have enough to fill out the entire year's worth of rewatching. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So uh, I guess Pride and Prejudice, the miniseries, was kind of like your real entry point, and it's like, yeah, and Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. It just it took me by the 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 horns, and mm-hmm. I went on like a rabbit hole. I feel like with Pride and Prejudice, that was like my 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 teenage to young adult hyperfixation. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and it's so fitting, uh, at least from like my viewpoint that like your mom was such a, she was the one who introduced it because, you know, she's like the Marvel queen, she, <laughs> the movie queen, like she has been like such a, a precursor to everything that's kind of popular now. And so it was like, <laughs> I should have known that Shariba was the reason that you got into <laughs> but, um, to Jane Austen. It just fits. I, fits I, it absolutely does. I owe literally my parents. And again, anybody, Christians met them, but my parents are like huge, just movie people. Mm-hmm. And so I have to, I have to bow down to my mom for that because she really is. She's also like, She's the one, it's like when I, when I have like Jane Austen, when Jane Austen news comes out, any mm-hmm. adaptation, anything like that, I feel like she knows before all the regular <laughs> channels know, right. because like it will, it will not have like, I have my, you know, my IMDB is, I have my notification set to send me mm-hmm. emails. I've got like my backstage to send me emails. I'm, I want to know, like, I want right. to know Hollywood Reporter <laughs> variety. I want to know when stuff's getting made. And then I feel like when it's Jane Austen related, She'll be texting me like 2 a.m. saying, oh, this right. is coming out. And I'm like, and then I get the I get the actual article drop, you know, like four hours right. later. And I'm like, how like, did Wait. you? <laughs> I was like, so I think she might be a part of like, you know, Jane Austen CIA or something like that. Because right. she... she's got Andrew Davies on speed dial. Yes. <laughs> Central, <laughs> Central intelligence of Austin. She absolutely does because she she showed me she took me to go see Austin Land. Mm-hmm. she took me to that to go see that in the theaters and i was like how did you even know that this was this, this was coming <laughs> she was like, like how did I you not did. <laughs> exactly how did you not so yes Shigma, absolutely. she literally yes i feel like that whenever i talk to her i'm like dang i need to step my game up Do you have a favorite, like a favorite adaptation or story, Jane Austen? Ooh, the tough one. I think my <laughs> favorite adaptation. I don't. I don't think I have a favorite story, only because I. I told myself I can't have a favorite until I've read all of them, mm-hmm. or at least watched each adaptation, and I haven't, so I don't have a favorite story. But I think my favorite adaptation. There's 
two. So there's a Bollywood version called oh. Bride, and there's a bot. If you guys have not watched this, I promise you, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Please. So it's called Bride and Prejudice. It's a Bollywood adaptation. Um, Aishwarya Ray plays Jane. And then Martin, I want to say his name is Martin Henderson. Ooh, I'm pretty sure that's his name. Plays <laughs> Darcy. Mm-hmm. And it also, oh gosh, and I don't remember her name now. She's so, she's gorgeous. She's so talented. She plays in Game of Thrones, Prince Oberyn's, his wife. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Elia Martell. She. Yes. I don't remember her name, but she is incredible, stunning, groundbreaking. <laughs> but she, but she, but she's in it as well. And it's just such a good, fun, sweet, wholesome, like musical adaptation. I love it. I think it's just it's it it. And I don't know if it's also just like a nostalgia thing because I watched it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But it absolutely, I love that one. And then I also my second one that I really love is Jane Austen Book Club. It's so oh. like like just Sunday movie type feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a great little, a little wrap up. So I love, I really do love both of them. And then I think obviously the Sally Hawkins one has a place in my heart just because I had to literally watch it so much. Right. right. <laughs> Did you watch the Amanda uh, Root version at all? No. No. <laughs> That's Ooh. a lot of people's favorite persuasion adaptation. It's Ooh. like one of the, it's from 95, I believe. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That was the precursor. That was the very, very first one. No, and I didn't watch that one. I watched the Sally Hawkins one. I think it was also, I think the reason that we we ended up doing the Sally Hawkins one like for for like reference so much was just because we knew that that's what our Anne was going to most resemble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that dreamy quality that you're sure yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really does. The little, the little, little soft, soft, sweet Sally Hawkins. <laughs> Always crying at us. <laughs> right. Always crying. I was like, damn, girl. I was like, I can't do it like this. Is she okay? <laughs> and then they have that like blue light filter where it's like, is it like daybreak? I don't. <laughs> it's always like so moody. And so like, oh, damn. <laughs> You're like, what time is it? <laughs> right. And they're like eating breakfast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite out of all the the books or the adaptations you've seen? Do you have like a a favorite Austin character? Because I I've been thinking about this lately, and it's it's hard to pick just one character. I feel like for overall, but I really really have kind of like Catherine Moreland. I think is from Northanger Abbey is kind of like towards the top for me right now, but who knows? It'll change because we saw more books to read. <laughs> been thinking about oh how Northanger Abbey may be my new favorite book but <laughs> <laughs> it was so good I loved it I don't know if I have a fit that's such a good question mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> if I have a favorite I'm like uh, me first of all that's definitely like <laughs> you, whenever you whenever you like you you place one because then you you start to I remember being very judgmental of and when I watched it for the first, first, first time, way before mm-hmm. this, I was like in my, I don't know, I was probably like 20, 23 or something. I remember watching Persuasion for the first time and being like, and girl, get <laughs> it together. I was really like, can you get it together? Yeah. Like what? Like, no, you don't need to, you don't need to wait for him. No, what? It's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Just, just go about your business. <laughs> get it together. Get it together. And I definitely watching it then, 
I definitely wanted her to be like the 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 new adaptation with Dakota Johnson. I wanted mm. her like I loved this more like you know breaking the fourth wall, a little bit of flea bag, kind of like I'm fine, I'm chilling. Right. I got my like I got my wine. I have my rabbit. Everything's like cool. <laughs> right. But I think now after I had to watch it again and then play her the judgment obviously went away because you can't you you you, you can't judge right. the the character you're playing because it's you and you would never judge yourself but so i feel like now i have this little like strange connection to to soft and where i'm like well she was she that was just who she was <laughs> she's really sensitive so she's just so <laughs> sensitive it's it's chill it's cool um but i don't know if i have a favorite a favorite austin character that's a i got to think i have to think i can't give you an answer Right. It's it's a hard question because there's a lot. Like the more you get into like the I mean, Austin, it's a pretty Yeah, she's I mean she's a kind of a universal like top tier yes. Austin character. Yes. Um, but then there are these like kind of more background characters that you get, especially with persuasion. You get Anne's sister, who I think is Mary. possibly the funniest character <laughs> in all of Austin. <laughs> That's Mary I was say was your favorite. <laughs> she she's literally top three. <laughs> if and if I could play anyone else, if they were like, okay, let's do persuasion, let's do the movie, but do you want to play? I would be like Mary, absolutely, because yes. it's she seemed <laughs> so funny. She ate, she ate every Literally. time, <laughs> every time. She was just so like, just unapologetically herself. She was like, mm. I am literally very selfish. I only care about me right now, <laughs> right. and that's just the way it is. And it was so like wonderful and refreshing to also see her in that way in that like time period. And to yeah. see her literally just be like, I don't care about my kids first. Me first. Right. She was like, me first. <laughs> she was like, excuse me. She was like, I'm, I'm literally, I'm tired. I'm unwell. My husband is gone. All the time. I'm literally so like, she was just like, I'm over it. Y'all need to pay more attention to me. And I was like, you know what? She knew what she wanted and she got it. She went for it. <laughs> she went for she it. She went for it. She, she said knows exactly. She, she knows. She was- she was the only other character that showed up in the Persuasion short that you did. Yes. Yes. And she was so, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was just me, him. It was just me, Wentworth, and, and my sis, and my good sis, Mary. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. And it always feels like, because when, whenever you, it always feels like there's so many more people because of like just casting crew. And then you start to think about like, wait, it was just us on camera. Mm-hmm. but literally like when I was yeah but when we're doing those scenes literally like our like DP Travis is like literally underneath like my chin like recording like <laughs> so I'm like I'm thinking no yeah Travis was there too what are you talking about <laughs> I'm like flipping to the book I'm like I don't know Travis but, <laughs> <laughs> but yes Dania played Mary and she was wonderful she was so awesome mm-hmm. and again just great because the way she was able to just like turn on that kind of just like annoyance with me, like, because I'm supposed to be just so, I just want to play my piano all the time. (laughs) And, you know, life is just really hard because I'm still unmarried and I had a love, but it's gone. And I'm kind of just, you know, waxing poetic. And to me, I was like, this is a big deal. And then mm-hmm. Dania was able to just turn on that Mary and be like, girl, get it together. <laughs> He's Say here. Hello. <laughs> Say hello. Like, can you please like just speak? And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, I don't, I don't need all of this. I just need you to but say was, hello. <laughs> I just need you to talk. But I think it was so good. And I loved also, because again, it was a short, it was a proof of concept, but I would love to mm-hmm. be able to, to, to explore it more in a feature only because I think to have to, and I know this was Zoe's, the directors, this was Zoe's 
a, a huge part of her motivation in casting and diverse casting was mm-hmm. to have, you know, darker skinned black women be not only seen as main characters or major characters, but also to be seen as love interests because that never happens. And then also right. vice versa to cast Wentworth as a, an Asian male because she was like Asian men are never cast as, as love interests either. Right. or Very rarely are they. So she, that, that was a really important thing to her that she spoke to us about when we started initially. But I think it's wonderful to see two black women and to see Mary be that strong, like that strong, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like, let's get to gold, it, but yeah, like, <laughs> let's get to it that you usually see. But then to also see this other side, which is we never like very rarely do we see black women get to be like very soft and very timid mm-hmm. and like very shy. And, and so that was really, really cool to portray. And in that way, as just just lofting away at her piano because yeah. I was like I know there's some black girls out there lofting away at their piano right now <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I know absolutely. they're out there <laughs> well, that's such a, a a good thing to bring up the diverse casting because that's such a big thing in the Austin universe right now especially yeah. with Sanditon um, I'm not sure if you're are you watching Sanditon right now no I'm not oh you should but definitely tell me. you should definitely get into it it's, I'm sure your mom is watching because it's based on like um, part of a novel that she wrote. She never finished it. She only wrote like the very beginning of it, but it, it has a black character in it. And sh- they kind of interpreted the beginning of it and then kind of wrote the rest of it for the series for season just one. Like a few chapters that w- were written before her death. Yeah. And it's on PBS. Um, and they just finished season two, um, but it's got this like really great complex character named Georgiana who is like from she's not from Barbados I think she's Antigua Antigua and so she her like she's mixed but she's much darker skinned like her her father was a plantation owner her mom was a slave and she kind of like comes up in this weird in between where she's got she's technically the richest woman in this town Sanditon but she's kind of had these like this weird feeling of where her money comes from and so you kind of go on that journey with her that is like really cool to see her kind of like have this evolution of how she comes into her own and separates herself from who everyone thinks she is but it's such a really great series I've been keeping like it a lot yeah I was as you're describing it it just became more and more exactly what <laughs> right. I would watch <laughs> I was like this is absolutely I will I'll check it out I'm gonna text yeah. my mom about it and she's gonna be like yeah I've I'm already caught up what's wrong with you <laughs> she's like why aren't you finished with season two She's like, you have disappointed me for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, I think season one had is it, uh, Theo James. He played kind of uh, her <laughs> like a uh, chaperone, I guess you could say. It's almost like the male version of a governess in a way. Yeah. For like, the benefit um... of podcast, I'm just gassed. <laughs> yeah. But with no a sound. Okay. <laughs> and you and um if you do get it off of PBS, you do get to see his butt in it. So that's a, a huge buzz. <laughs> I know for sure. I know for sure my mom has absolutely seen this. There's without a doubt, because <laughs> if there is one man that she loves most in this world besides my father, <laughs> it is Theo James. Was she a divergent? Uh, she we we so we had never heard again. I think all the fun that has ever happened in my life has been with my mom. We had we're, <laughs> we were that. at the, the the Orange Park Mall one day. Rest may she may she rest the Orange Park Mall. Literally. Not dead yet, but she should be. 
Um, well we <laughs> might as well be. <laughs> we were at the Orange Park Mall and we were walking out and she was like, do you want to go see a movie? And I was like, well, what's what's playing? And she was like, what's what's divergent up on the board? And mm-hmm. I was I looked at her and I was like, well, I don't know what that is, but let's go check it out. Let's go see it. <laughs> and then we absolutely fell into the however long four year long divergent. Uh, <laughs> there was like four episodes, <laughs> four different movies, four, four different movies. But yes, that was when Theo James became known to her. And ever since then, she has been again, any news about Jane Austen or Theo James? I think she finds out. <laughs> she, she knows all about it before, before the rest of us do. <laughs> I think Damn. he's in something right now. That's kind of like a period piece. I don't oh. know what it was called. I definitely I, was like, I we know should think about now. this for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, think it's period though. He was, but he he did do uh, the new Time Traveler's Wife, right? He did. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, but he that's did that. is it, Mister Malcolm's List? Yes. I don't know what that is, but it looks interesting. It is very period. It's definitely been talked about in the Jane Austen circles online. <laughs> oh, so maybe it's like a, a little bit of influence. He's also apparently the new season of The White Lotus, so which is very exciting. Well, no wonder you couldn't Theo. come back to Sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Theo said I have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> <laughs> he said, ever heard of Jennifer Coolidge? That's His character <laughs> wasn't the best on Sanity. <laughs> no, we... Um, we notoriously hated his character and <laughs> take responsibility for him not being on season two. <laughs> oh no! Well, but they, you know, I'll, all I'll, characters <laughs> must come to an end. <laughs> literally, I'll, I'll, we'll leave it for you to find out uh, why yeah. we did not like. <laughs> but um, you said Jennifer Coolidge. I just mm-hmm. thought about her in Austin Land, and she was definitely high up on the list of my of of a great Austin adaptation <laughs> character. But I have actually she. She didn't have any real connection to any of like concrete Austin characters, right? But it was just Jennifer Coolidge being Jennifer Coolidge, which I love. Of course, I mean that's why <laughs> we love her. <laughs> we need to move that one up the list so we can watch it soon. <laughs> I know. I feel like we've talked about Austin Land, and we definitely have talked about the Bollywood one for this year because oh yeah, because we, we were always do Bollywood summer. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did <not> do <laughs> But we like to end the year usually. We made lots like, of big plans this year yeah. that didn't actually come to fruition. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no. who, that is me my whole life. My entire life has been one big plan that I've called myself and canceled on. And like, <laughs> yes. you know, I can't make it. I'm not feeling too great. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It was too hot this summer for our brains to be working oh properly. <laughs> oh. Literally. It was terrible. Okay, so we did kind of talk about the new persuasion a little bit, um, and it seems like you had a very positive reaction. So, what are your what were your kind of overall thoughts about it? Because it seems like the Austin community had very, like, you either on one side or the other. You either loved it or you did not like it. Oh, I loved it. I thought I, as soon as I started watching it, I was like, okay, this is wonderful because I think it's such a great. It was refreshing to see. And I almost said see Sally, see Anne, <laughs> see see Anne in a way that was yeah I'm I'm older but I'm not like I'm not sweating the load I'm not stressing about right. you know not being married I'm not and I'm also not feeling sorry for myself I'm just kind of like you know mm-hmm. what this is yeah. my life it life is what it is on. yeah <laughs> I love I love any sort of modernization I love any sort of like 
upkeep of the text because I think that sometimes when we have when we have and it's not saying that it's bad I love a period piece I love a period piece I love uh-huh. I love some old uh-huh. English I love some old English but I also love whenever we have modern versions that are that way everyone can enjoy because mm-hmm. everybody everybody needs something different every community likes something different everybody is used to something different right. and whatever way you can get whatever way you can tell a story and whatever new way you can tell a story I'm all for it I mm-hmm. think it's awesome I think that's the reason that we have art is for people to create and and make something incredible and new and not just you know do the same over and over because it's like it's tradition right tradition is great but you know it's also fun to to try new stuff so i love that exactly i love exactly. the breaking of the fourth wall <laughs> i love the breaking of the fourth wall like as soon as she looked at the camera i was like you better you better look at me because i was like oh it felt like i was on like i was on facetime with my friend and i was like girl what happened what are you doing (laughs) it's like every time she looked at the camera i was like looking behind me like she talking to me (laughs) (laughs) is she for real is she for real (laughs) (laughs) like girl pass the wine but i i loved it I enjoyed the the nods to the the 2007 version. The fact that so many filming mm. locations were exactly the same, or like at least I think just the way they set it up. But there were so many times where I was like, "Am I in 2007? <laughs> <laughs> where's the filter? <laughs> where's I was the like, tears? <laughs> where's the tears? Where's the?" And then I was like, "She better run at the end of this." <laughs> <laughs> literally chase your man come on chase your man chase your man when we were doing the book we learned that the place where like all of the falling off the steps part happens is like you know it's a real place and ever since i don't know like even the 1800s people tourists would go and be like this is the exact spot where louisa fell down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh an influencer spot in the 1800s yeah. <laughs> They said stepping through film. I Louisa, love it. Louisa would be a TikTok influencer if she were. Louisa, <laughs> honestly, and I love, I love the sister-in-laws. I always love the sister-in-laws. Mm-hmm. But every single time, every single time, without fail, whenever Louisa is about to say, catch me, I'm like, girl, don't you do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you, you know that this is a dumb idea. Who, first of all, right. who told you to jump? Who told you to jump for a man? Exactly. Nobody. <laughs> but like also me agreeing and then picturing myself there and being like, Josh, catch me <laughs> as I tumble to my death. <laughs> me knowing that I would absolutely jump for Wentworth in a minute. In a minute. I'd be like, in a minute, in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was, I enjoyed it. I I felt like it was great. I, I loved it a lot. Me too. I'm only sad that we didn't get this second persuasion adaptation that we were promised in 2022. <laughs> oh, right. Ugh. I know. There I was, was another like, one? There yeah. was another one at the same time. Even <gasps> more like diverse casting too. And I believe it was for maybe Focus or something mm-hmm. like that. Focus features. I think so. But mm. I don't know if it was because of like, it was probably because more because of COVID. But it could have mm. also been because there was another one being filmed at the exact same time, but and with pretty I big people on that. Yeah. I hope so. Oh my gosh, yeah, I would love that. I feel like I would love to see. I feel like there's a COVID vault somewhere of just things, <laughs> things like movies and projects. <laughs> yeah, projects that never got to happen because COVID just stopped it in its tracks. Yeah, but I would love to see that. Yeah, that would I know. Be great. Well, this persuasion was like 
our second foray into Austin that was directed by a woman as of recent with that Emma adaptation. And both have been like, they look good. Everyone's been great in it. And the whole feeling of it. Yeah, it's been super stylized and everything. And so it's like, they better keep it up because it's hard to top it going forward, especially. Why not? Why not? (laughs) Like you've got the, you've got the source material to, to, as a basis, just. Exactly. Just go. Just give the <laughs> production pe- company. <laughs> yes, give the give the people give the people what they want. J twenty four. J twenty four. Literally. <laughs> With Sharima uh, as head of production. <laughs> oh my gosh, the way she, she would nice. eat it up. Literally. Okay, so final question, and not to pit two bad bitches together, but Sally Hawkins. And Elliot or Dakota Johnson and Elliot? <gasps> Which is your favorite? Cabrera, please. <laughs> it's a hard question. It's it's like two two blueprints at this point for two sort of different two... Anne Elliots. Very different. Yes, <laughs> very different. Two material girls. Because <laughs> yes. one is like, I feel like, I feel like they're, I literally feel like they're my two moods. You know, when you're right. getting ready for the day and you're about mm-hmm. to pick your playlist and it's either... <laughs> sad girl staring out the bus window so dramatic (laughs) like playlist or it's renaissance megan science like (laughs) literally just party 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 back to back to back because you feel like you are the one oh i i would say that out of those two i as of right now tend to gravitate towards the dakota johnson one i feel like if i was in high school it would 100% 100% be Sally Hawkins down because <laughs> that I was and Elliot <laughs> Sally Hawkins yes. in high school. Um, but I just love the new adaptation. It might still be a little too fresh in my mind to make a fair I assumption. I was going to but... say, I always love most what I've most recently watched. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. But I agree with that sentiment. I can, I can, I can vibe with it because I definitely know, like you said, high school me. I yes. was absolutely staring out the window, <laughs> pretending I was in a music video, blue film, yes. crying, running, yes. all of that, all of that. But I do feel like, yes, Dakota's is so, it was just so it's different. just very, yeah, it's just so visceral. And so like, Unexpected. just a very, just very human. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> all right. Well, we kind of like to end things usually with kind of like a recommendation section of like either like something you want to recommend people to watch or something that you've been enjoying lately. It could be, you know, anything, movies, music, books, whatever. So what, uh, what do you want to recommend? Or if you want right some time now, to think about it, we can go first. <laughs> I, 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 I will say right now, what has me by the absolute throat and it won't, <laughs> it's got me in a chokehold and I cannot let go. I had no idea that I feel like the suspense is building now. Like, what is it? I had no idea that I would ever care about a group of rich people the Uh way I care about the cast of Succession so much in this entire show. I I was unaware. I was unaware. I just knew that I was like, okay, Brian Cox, Jeremy Strong. Like, I know that there's heavy hitters in there. I was like, I know that these people literally, Kieran Culkin, I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. Absolutely. But I'm just, but I was like, but do I really care about rich kids? Like, you know, fighting for their dad's empire. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. I have because... never been more invested in these people. I have never cared so much about media conglomerates in my entire <laughs> yes. life than the way I care about them. And I just, I just started, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
maybe two or three episodes into season three now. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You're like, oh. I'm sweating just thinking about it. I'm literally <laughs> sweating. <laughs> oh my God. The rest, the most recent season was so good. When I say that, like when that comes out that Josh and I stop everything, it's a miracle <laughs> at this point that we have jobs when it comes out because every minute is devoted to succession. succession. <laughs> it's so good. It's our we favorite We had watched show. it. We had watched it like all day. And then we were like, mm-hmm. okay, we need to leave. Let's just go take a walk. <laughs> we <need to> eat. <laughs> Let's just leave and go take a walk. And we knew what we were doing because we took a walk, quote unquote. But what we did is we took the train down to Fidei to Wall mm-hmm. Street. And then proceeded to watch the helicopters. We watched the helicopters. <laughs> oh my god! Like we were watching them in succession. We were like, "Oh, there, there they go." Our There's people Kendall. flying. Off. There's Kendall Roy flying off to Long Island. Hey, Shiv. <laughs> it was. It was. It really has us by the throat. We cannot let it go. Oh it's got god. us in a chokehold. So that, that is, is definitely that's my wreck. That's so great to hear because I fucking love Succession and I feel like I want to talk about it all the time with people (laughs) and just like it's one of those shows where like it's I I will say it's it's a little bit difficult to get into because the first few episodes are a little bit slower and it's like setting up everything so you kind of have to really give into it but when it takes off it takes off it's so good and if anything just we've all as human beings have all experienced trauma so that first exactly. episode just you know you know the trauma yes. is getting ready to fly so you're like oh i gotta stay on and see what other trauma they've mm-hmm. been through because <laughs> clearly this family is mentally just unwell <laughs> <laughs> beyond whatever is beyond mentally unwell is what this family is at <laughs> i have to ask though what which sibling is your favorite i i think That's shiv it. deserves absolute honorable uh, mention because obviously she like she be, she just she hits different i don't know if it's the bisexual in me i adore her she's she also big bisexual energy yes, <laughs> yes yes absolutely so i love shiv but i think i the person that i always i i keep empathizing and like rooting for him no matter what and i hate it but kendall because he's just of so, course of course he's just so he's just so lost this poor child he's just really oh he God. is a, an adult trying to navigate he's a child in an adult body i feel like just trying to navigate yes. through the trauma that he went through <laughs> i don't know what i don't know who will help him he needs he needs therapy real but real real bad but yeah, yes i think it has to be shiv and kendall and especially for that rap the L to the OG. Oh no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Kendall is the word I have for him on the most like recent season is just embarrassing. He's been a little bit too embarrassing this season, but <laughs> I can't. And I haven't, I haven't gotten through all of it. So that's probably yeah, I why will, I watch. I I'll be changing. I'll, <laughs> I change, I'll be changing. I'll be changing my tune. So let's just say my favorite sibling is, is Shiv because Shiv, yes. I feel, Shiv, I feel safe and Shiv, confident in yeah. her. Shiv is definitely my favorite. I can't help but like the person who is the meanest to everyone. I'm like, somehow I gravitate towards them. And I don't know if that's childhood drama, but, but I can't help but not root for, I can't help but root for Kendall. Like he's, it's just one of those characters and he's so yes. good. But, and then again, a, a Jane Austen tie in because you have Matthew McFadden playing the exact mm-hmm. opposite, the exact opposite of right. Darcy. <laughs> right. Literally the opposite of Darcy. <laughs> uh but that's such a good one. Oh my god i can't wait for can't wait for it to come back we're, we're gonna have to talk when you get caught up because this the high season gonna, was so good i'll text you and be like i'm currently still sweating but more profusely <laughs> yes <laughs> maya did you want to do a recommendation or anything sure i mean 
I think we talked about most of the stuff I'm watching in the last episode, one of the last mm-hmm. episodes. But I did start the new Lord of the Rings, and oh my god, I was so blown away. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch the rest. It was gorgeous, so and I, I mean, I like Lord of the Rings, but it's not like my favorite. You know, I don't go back mm-hmm. and rewatch it that much. But I was just like. Oh, now I need to go back and rewatch it all. And yes, I was really into the story. Just, yeah, I really liked it. It's really beautiful. I need mm-hmm. to watch it. I need to watch the new one. I'm, I'm a, oh my God, it's so a Lord good. of the Rings family. It's so good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like every episode I'm like, okay, I could see why they spent half a billion on it because yeah. <laughs> it looks so insanely beautiful. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm watching film every episode. It's so good. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> they were literally like, we got this money. Y'all are going to sit here and enjoy this. <laughs> we contracted real elves for this film. So <laughs> like, that's what it's seemed like. Okay. They said we made multiple orcs to be the crew. <laughs> we, we constructed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's uh, that's a good one i'm enjoying that too for me i would say that i'll just say uh because it's top of mind i just finished the reunion um for real housewives of dubai and i i'm really excited for the next season there was a lot of drama of course but a lot of just like i don't know it's just like the cast is so good they're my favorite of course is lisa milan who is like American a la Miami, of course, like me, but um, she's like, <laughs> a la Miami. she's got like Jamaican <laughs> roots and she's just like, A, the most beautiful person I think I've ever seen in my life. And she is just like, um, I don't know, she's amazing. You'll have to see her on the show, but um, I just finished the season and I'm really excited for the next one. So that's my recommendation. I love it. I love Real Housewives. So that clip from Potomac, of the Potomac <laughs> reunion. Of Monique, like came up on my feed the other day yes. and I was like go ahead girl <laughs> yes I love Potomac Potomac is and we just got a trailer for the next season so that will definitely be a recommendation in the future because it looks insane <laughs> love it well tell us where we can all find your short the persuasion short is that what it's called you, yes <laughs> it is I, I was, was like watching it today <laughs> you can find it i still have it linked in my bio on my instagram but i think you can find it through uh zoe hodge on youtube yeah um, i okay. think she has it on youtube yes and she's the writer so, and director of the, of yes, the short as well yes yeah. yes super super talented she's filming another short now in atlanta Ooh. that she i think she won a creative she won like a creative grant rightfully rightfully deserved wow, um but she's awesome. just super talented super she's just love Zoe, love Zoe so much. I think to work with her again in the future. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And where can uh where can the the manners and Baptist people find you? On Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram at Mia D Judice. So it's D and then G-I-U-D-I-C-E, because there there's apparently another Mia Del Judice out there that already, <laughs> Stole that already has it. But I'm on there. And hopefully I did a feature this year and I also did another short that will hopefully be premiering at the end of this year so that'll be very exciting (laughs) so so yes keep an eye on the on my instagram because that's at this point that's my that's my news feed (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you so much 
for doing yes. this with us. This is long awaited and I was so excited to have you on there. Yeah, it was I'm great. I'm so excited. <laughs> it was so wonderful. Thank you guys. Yeah, awesome. Um, well, hopefully we'll have you on soon for maybe some Twin Peaks. Yeah. Ooh, yes. <laughs> let, me get my, let me get my act together, honestly. It's 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 spooky season. It's September. I should have been I should have been watching it like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And now that we know that Lou is such a big fan, maybe we can get you and Lou and do a little because you guys have a podcast as well, a little movie podcast that you yes, guys do. We, we could do. do a crossover. Oh yeah. Is we there could. Else we promote? <laughs> I was about to say the we haven't we haven't discussed new episodes for the podcast only because I've been so busy with with work and he's been so busy because with writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was about to say my mom could come up. Um, yes, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's if you, I literally, honestly, my Austin knowledge pales in comparison. I am nothing compared uh, to her. Um, she is the true, the, the true wonder. But yes, I do. I need to get my my Twin Peaks act together. But as yes. soon as I do, moving <laughs> on. Oh yeah, we just finished season two, so maybe we can. Um, we're not doing season three for quite a while, so maybe when we get to season three. We'll bring fire you on. With me. <laughs> oh, fire walk with me too. That's definitely Twin Peaks related. But you know, we can do a special so episode good stuff. for you anytime you want to talk Jane Austen or David Lynch. <laughs> I love Literally. it. I love Literally. it. Uh, well, this was so much fun, and um, hopefully, we'll get to have you back soon. Yeah, that would be great. Be <laughs> Thank you so it was much. So good. Thank yes. you. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at Manners Madness or on Instagram at Manners and Madness Pod, or you can leave a one minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersandmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye.